welcome back to the Glass Heats podcast. This is our show where two hockey aficionados discuss their perspectives on headlines surrounding the NHL, including recent stories, game highlights, league culture, and other topics trending amongst the fans. This is Vidi. My name is Bernal, and this week in hockey, we are rolling on through with our uh, pre, uh, preseason previews. Yeah. So season hasn't started. By the time you're listening to this, we'll be about three-ish weeks out from preseason starting. Mm-hmm. So we're getting our previews done. We did Atlantic Division last episode. This episode, we are focusing on the Metropolitan Division. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts overall on this division? Strong division, in my opinion. Overall, a pretty strong division. Um, I got, honestly, well, I, I got a a fair amount of cup contenders. I got a couple playoff ones. I have a high-end fringe, I guess. I had to, like, organize my fringe this oh, time. Oh, really? It was, like, high-end fringe, regular fringe, low-end fringe, and then couple lottery teams but not not that many well that's gonna be interesting i only have one fringe team oh okay we'll get into this yeah um just a couple notes on how we do these previews if you missed last episode we're going to talk about all eight teams in the division we're going to put each team into a category uh contender meaning they are a team that is out to win the cup this season a playoff team so a team that is definitely going to make the playoffs but maybe not all the way to the stanley cup Mm -hmm. fringe teams where they may or may not make the playoffs and lottery teams where they're definitely not making the playoffs and they're more concerned about the draft lottery yeah. at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to, at the end of the episode, give our one through eight ranking of the division. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, let's get started with the Carolina Hurricanes. I think we both know where this is going in, oh, in yeah. terms of the organization and stuff. Contender. Contender, absolutely. Not, is, not, just, not just playoff contender, cup contender in my yeah, opinion. This is a stacked team. Mm-hmm. Um, just look at the results from last season, second in the league, second in conference, first in the division, 113 points. But the one black mark is that they got swept by Achilles heel. Achilles heel is the third round for this team. And it's not just Florida. It's the past three seasons, I believe. Yeah. They've lost in the third round. Yeah. And not just lost. I'm pretty sure swept, swept in the third round. So they haven't won a third round game in a while i i don't want to say all the way to 2006 but it's been a very long time since they've won a third round game almost yeah. like the toronto curse but for round three but this team is so good you have to think that once they get past that third round they're gonna win they'll be the fine. cup yeah right? they'll be fine that's why i'm like this team is see the thing is like sure it's it's gotten i wouldn't say it's gotten ridiculous to the point where they haven't won a third round game but um i feel like once they do once they get even one game they'll be like okay now we know what to do yeah. It's the fact that they've been swept every single day. No team is always getting swept. It's a mental round. thing yeah, at this it, point. It's a mental to thing. Be. Like as soon as Toronto like figured it out, like they sure they didn't only one, you know, one more game in the second round, but like they made it past the first round. That's a huge hurdle for them at this point. Yeah. Let's see what damage they do uh, in the playoffs next year. But, you know, yeah, I think Carolina is kind of on the same wavelength. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, I'm just looking at what roster changes they made. I mean, it's basically like a depth refresh, right? Yeah. Um, they do have some notable additions. I think the most interesting one is Michael Bunting. Mm-hmm. Comes in, yeah. um, they lose Max Pacioretty on the uh, top six, the winger, but they bring in Michael Bunting out of Toronto, who had a fantastic season. Yeah. Like, I just think he's a cap casualty over there, right? They just yeah. couldn't afford him anymore. Yeah. I, I Not just that, but I was like also surprised that they brought um, Tony D'Angelo back. Yeah. A very, honestly, very, one, I'm surprised that, you know, he's still in the league. <laughs> Two, um, 
I'm surprised he brought him back at all. Yeah, I, Philly, I think. But I mean, this is a problem, right? He, as a person, might be questionable. He's had some not savory comments that he's made but, and but he's things a great like that. Player. But he's a good hockey player. Yeah. Right. So I can see hockey reasons for bringing him back. Yes. Especially at a reduced salary. Yeah. And for a team that's really trying to win a cup. Yeah. They're really going for it. And out of their top five scorers, they're all coming back. And they'll probably hopefully fingers crossed have Sveshnikov healthy for the playoffs yeah. this time yeah we were talking about that when we were doing our playoff predictions uh you know at this point a couple of months ago but the injury factor was a huge you yeah. know asterisk for for this team and unfortunately it, it did show a little bit it it didn't seem to affect him the first two rounds but I think that third round would have went a little bit differently had they been at full strength yeah and so. I think underrated addition this year also is Dimitri Orlov on defense yeah like that is a solid, solid D man. Yeah, yeah, they're wow. They got a they got a stacked uh, D line up on. Yeah, stacked D line. They're going again with Antti Ranta and Frederick Anderson in goal. Yeah. So um, this is fine. This yeah. is a big team. Yeah. This is a big team, big contender. Yeah. I have them winning the division. Yeah, I easily have the division. Um, I I don't want to go as far to say they're going to win uh, the presidents, yeah. but I could see it. I could see them winning presidents yeah. too. They're a candidate for sure. Yeah. Let's move on over to the Blue Jackets. Yeah. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, the Columbus. The lottery. Yeah. I think this is a lottery yeah, this team. Is, uh, they were 31st in the league last year, uh, 59 points. But hey, Babcock's back, I guess. Yeah, that, that's the big thing, right? Yeah. Is how you're going to see what Mike Babcock can do with this team. In Especially terms of additions, they add a couple D-men and uh, Aaron Dell, who's mm-hmm. on a tryout. Yeah. Like, it's not much. No, it's not much, but... The thing I'm worried about a little bit, uh, speaking of Babcock, is, um, you know, the relationship with players like Adreau, Line A. Um, you know, I, I don't remember if there was, like, a feud between Line A and Tortorella. I don't think there was, but there was some sort of, like, disagreement at I some mean, point. Line A has this reputation that he's lazy. Whether it's true or not, he has this reputation. Mm, I see. So, I don't know. I also question because, you know... Maybe not this year, but you're going to expect like prospects to start coming in next year, right? Yeah. At least, mm-hmm. you know, they got um, third overall, I think, right? Yeah, uh, actually, he's projected to play this year. Adam Fantilli. Oh, wow. He's projected okay. to play this year. Is Babcock the guy you think of when you think young players who need NHL experience? Based on what happened with the Mitch Marner experience? No, but it sounds like, you know, it sounds, I, I can't remember what interview it was, maybe a Sportsnet or something, but they were interviewing him and talking about, you know, like, he was kind of reflecting on it. He's like, yeah, that was, that was a dumb yeah. thing I did basically. Yeah. It seems what, like he's learned. Yeah. It seems like he's learned, but again, like words only mean so much until it's actually put into action. So yeah. it's, it's hard to say, it's really hard to say, but um, you would hope that, you know, all these young guys are going to have someone to look up to in, in terms of a coach, but well, we'll see. Only time will tell, I think. Yeah. And you know, even regardless of what he says, the thing that I hesitate on is if you look at Babcock's greatest successes, they were with Detroit, which was a team stacked Old. with veterans, yeah. and Team Canada, which is also, always stacked. Yeah, also kind of, not old, but like experienced. Yeah, experienced. like I, Babcock is not the coach I think of when you want to, you know, crush blood from a stone, you know? Yeah. this Babcock is a team I think of when your team is already really good and just put them over the edge. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be interesting. Yeah. But... At least for this season, this is a lottery team. I yeah. have them seventh in the division. Yeah, I, I, I don't see much coming from this. Um, I don't even want to go f- as far as to say this is going to be an improvement from last season. I think it's 
it feels about the same yeah as, as last year it's to me. a wash they're going for draft picks yeah i agree shall we uh move on to the new york metropolitan area yeah but we're starting with the new jersey devils devils, devils are um i'm not gonna lie i was a little bit surprised by by them this past playoffs especially against uh you know quote-unquote stacked team like the rangers um mm-hmm. sure it did go to seven but i i don't know it, it, it was definitely a lot of young blood out there and you know they're proving that you know they've got so they have something to prove and um you know they've had some uh some uh subtractions with it you know we've talked about it with ryan graves tatar miles wood stuff like that but i don't know i i still feel like they can run this back i still feel like they have a lot to prove um you know they got cal foot from the lightning and stuff so i think and they also like extended timo meyer that was a big that was one of the things we were talking about i think they still have it in them and i feel like they're gonna double down and do pretty well i see this as a playoff team i didn't want to put cup contender yet just yet because i i don't know i'm a little too optimistic about that but um yeah i i have them playoffs for sure and i think they're gonna do damage in the playoffs I think you are a little pessimistic for the Jersey Devils. I put them in contender. Oh, wow. And I mean, look, just look at the stat lines. Jack Hughes last season, 99 points. Nico Heischer, 80 points. Mm -hmm. Timo Meyer, um, I don't have his point total, but he's coming in for a full season. Yeah. These are young kids who are going to get better. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you mentioned some of the players they lost, but look who they added in. Tyler Toffoli. He's going to play in the top six, probably. Yeah. And then some decent depth, like Cal Foot, you mentioned Chris Tierney coming in. Let's not let's not forget Luke Hughes, the Luke Hughes. Yeah, he's uh, gonna play this projected year. monster season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, th- this yeah, this team could do some damage. But so, why do you say y- you really think it's gonna be like they're gonna be fighting with Carolina for a cup spot? Yeah, I think they're fighting with Carolina and uh, the other contender that I have in the t- division. Like, if you look at their setup, they have it. You know, they've mm. got their top six scoring. They've got a solid decor led right now by Dougie Hamilton, mm-hmm. maybe in a couple of years by Luke Hughes. Mm-hmm. Um, they got decent goaltending. Uh, Vanacek is their starter, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I think they have the pieces. I think if you're going to question them on something, it's probably Vanacek. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think he did great last year. They also have Akira Schmid, who was able to step in when Vanacek faltered. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this is a team that's built to mm. go with all, all the way. Is there any goalies out there that they could possibly, um, if they need to like acquire at some point during the season or, or not really Connor Hellebuck, Ooh, any team that needs a goalie, dang. Connor Hellebuck's on the table. Okay, If, if Hellebuck's playing, I I'll put him in a cup contender. Yeah. I'll, I'll put him in the cup. I don't know where Hellebuck's range. going. That's still an open yeah. thread, but yeah. I feel like Jersey's going to have to pay a lot for that too. There's someone's going to take him at the deadline, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that when we get to the Winnipeg one. Yeah. But, hellebuck wants out yeah so yeah all right i i see your argument for sure um for me it's just it's an experience thing there there are a lot of young guys and sometimes it just takes a couple years but like give it hasn't it been a couple years has it though i feel like last year was their first like actual like real there was a year where they had taylor hall like outside of jack hughes all the rest of these people were on the team that's true yeah and what wasn't um nico heischer on that team yes he was yeah okay then yeah so was dougie hamilton oh yeah dang okay like, <laughs> now th- you're convincing me <laughs> i think they have it okay I you're think convincing they have me it. now yeah they okay yeah they they might have it then um yeah. so i have them contender third in the division i have them uh playoffs but i do have them second in the division so Ooh. yeah all right yeah so we'll see so moving on to the islanders um 
So they did get eliminated in the first round by Carolina. Yeah. Um, for some reason, I just don't, I don't know. I, I don't have too much optimism of this team kind of repeating that success. I think, I do think they're a fringe team, but this is the team I had on the low end fringe. I think they just barely squeaked in and mm-hmm. kind of Carolina exposed them. Um, yeah, I, I, have a, I have this as a low end fringe, but I do think they have potential. And maybe maybe this is the dark horse of the Metro. I, I couldn't tell you. See, this is the problem with the Islander strategy, right? They go all in on defense. Mm-hmm. So now when you go all in on defense, that the cornerstone of that is your goalie. Yeah. So it entirely depends on what kind of season you get out of your two goalies, which mm-hmm. are uh, Varlamov and Sorokin. Mm-hmm. So if you get good seasons out of them, they could absolutely go really far. Yeah, that's If you true. don't, they might not even make the playoffs, yeah. right? And they didn't even do much this offseason. I was going to say, it's been a very quiet offseason. I couldn't tell you a single person. They, I don't know if they have added anyone. I, no one super notable. Yeah. Um, but they did do some extensions, like mm-hmm. Pierre Engvall, uh, Verlama, Sorokin. So they just kind of took care of business. Yeah. But nothing really new. Yeah. So, I mean, can you really expect anything other than what they did last season? I, I don't know. It's all dependent on the goalie, and it's hard to predict what your goalie's going to do yeah. any given year. Yeah, right? as we have seen with... Um, Sergey Bobrovsky, many Bobrovsky, Martin Jones, yeah. Mark Andre Fleury, yeah, big highs, big lows. Yeah, it's really hard to tell, and it's great that you know the the franchise has faith in both Varlamov and Sorokin. But again, time will tell. I think it's, it's really hard to say. Um, but I do think if they have, if they kind of have their shit together, I think this is a a fringe team that could do some damage in the playoffs, assuming they get to that spot. Yeah, I have them as a fringe team as well. Mm-hmm. So fifth in the division for me. I have them as um, sixth in the division. So. Okay, yeah. And the and last one, Rangers. Last New York team. This this is a contender. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, like you just look at how they're built. They are strong up front. Wait, hold on. Do you say cup contender? Yes. Oh, okay. I said cup contender. I say playoff contender. No, this is a cup contender for me, man. You think so? Yeah. Even after what happened last season. Yeah, I think uh, they got a new coach, Peter LaViolette. Mm-hmm. I think last season's loss to the Devils was on Gallant. Yeah, yeah. They won the first two games. The Devils adjusted. New York never adjusted back. That's true. That is true, yeah. So I think with the new coach, they're going to be a lot more formidable. Mm-hmm. Um, they've gotten more experience. They've added in Blake Wheeler for some depth, which mm-hmm. is a hell of a depth that piece. Is, <laughs> that's crazy, yeah. They got Nick Bonino, the all-around center man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Quick playing backup. Crazy like, backup. This Unreal is a lot backup. of experience yeah. in your depth, right? Yeah. And then if you look at their top winger, uh, Artemi Panarin, 92 points last year. Top mm-hmm. center, Mika Zibanejad, 91 points. Adam Fox, 72 points. They have every position covered. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I, yeah, and they have the experience too. That's because I was talking about Jersey and them being a little bit too young. I, this, this is an experienced team. Yeah. And then you talk about goalie Shesterkin's as good as they get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. People would kill to have that, a goalie like that. So, um, I, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. When you think of the Rangers, for some reason, you feel like this is just a playoff team. Yeah. But you really look at the numbers, you look at the players they got. You can't deny this is a contender. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, I'm like convinced on this one too. Um, I do have them pretty high up. I have them uh, third in division playoff team. Mm-hmm. Um, that could easily be swapped around uh, with New Jersey. Let's see the one yeah. or the two, three um, duo. Yeah. That to could be, be honest, I was making the list and I was like, uh, do I put Devils first? Do I put Rangers first? It's hard to say. Dude, that They're battle so good. Oh, that like, battle this season I love is going to be so good. The thing I was, side tangent, I, I thought that playoff series last or this past 
couple months ago um was gonna be a lot like more gritty bloody yeah. intense Gallant, it wasn't Gallant just ruined everything <laughs> what do you mean yeah they had no <laughs> fight i don't know it didn't feel that tight did it yeah no i thought it was gonna be a lot more aggressive it, you know it wasn't the series that was more aggressive was edmonton la yes for some was. reason it yeah. was that was weirdly more of a bloodbath again not advocating for violence at all but at the same time i'm not saying like it was intense as in they're more punching yeah but you could feel the the competition yeah feel yeah. the hatred yeah i just want to see you remember that series when they played this was back like in 2012 2013 where they mm-hmm. were playing each other in the east finals and they just started the game with a three-man or three scrap line yeah. ball or something like that. yeah I want to see that again, but let's, <laughs> let's see if that even happens in this modern day NHL. But yeah, you know, no, again, I want to see like Jack Hughes and Artemi Panarin just goal, 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 yeah, goal. Yeah. Basically, if these two teams line up in the playoffs again, you better, you better tune in. Yeah. You're missing out. Absolutely. If you don't. That's so. exciting. All right. Moving on. Coming out of the New York area, going to Pennsylvania, Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah. I got them as a lottery team. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> About the same? Yeah. Yeah. This is just... What are you doing? Yeah. I don't know what you're doing, I, really. I genuinely think they had AI run this roster or build a roster. Yeah. I could not tell you what the hell they're trying to do with this. So. Look at the names they lost and the names they added. Yeah. It d- does not match up, right? No. It it almost... Oh, I shouldn't say that, but it, it feel, they almost feel like the Arizona of the East at this point. Oh, I'm like, what are you doing? They're just, they're just trying to survive at this point. I feel like Wait till we get to the central. I have words for Arizona, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, um, this is, yeah, this is survival, right? Like yeah. you lost Ivan Provorov, you lost James Van Riemsdyk, mm-hmm. uh, Tony D'Angelo, and you brought in people like Cal walk, uh, sorry, Sean Walker, uh, Mark Stahl, Victor Mete, mm-hmm. like they're good players, but they're not of the same caliber as the players you lost. Yeah, if I'm Philly, I'm worried about losing Carter Hart, who needs an extension. Yeah, and I mean, this he's is RFA, so I guess they could keep him yeah, around. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This is, In my opinion, this is like one of the few teams where I'm not even optimistic about their future, to be totally honest. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't yeah. know what the plan is in Philly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a lottery team. I have them last in the it, division. Same. Yeah. I, I, there, I feel like there might even be a gap between Columbus and them. In terms oh, of really? Like that board. bad? Yeah. I, I don't, I think this is a team that could legitimately win the lottery. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Sorry for Flyers fans. Uh, not looking great, but you know, we'll see. Yeah. Moving on to the other to part of uh, Pennsylvania, the most interesting team in the East, I think. Absolutely. Pittsburgh Penguins. Yep. We talked about them a bit in our Eric Carlson episode. That's mm-hmm. obviously their big ad for the yeah. offseason. But they also added quite a few other names. Riley Smith coming out from the Champion Knights. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lars Eller, Matt Nieto, Noel Achari, Ryan Graves. A lot of depth. Yeah. This is a team that's going for it. Yeah. The one thing I do want to say is they're, they have uh, a lot on the line. Like you got players like Jeff Carter, unless they, you know, extend them or whatever. Um, and I feel like they've lost a couple depth pieces here and there you know a, a lot of pittsburgh fans I've, I've seen have said you know the mikhail granlin trade was great because he wasn't working for them yeah but you know a couple a couple seasons ago back in minnesota he was and even some seasons in nashville kid was a stud in terms of a depth player yeah you know? so i mean at this point if you are in pittsburgh's shoes you got to do what you got to do to keep the, the window open right yes as long as you have Crosby and Malkin on this team, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. 
And with the new GM and Dubas, like he's obviously not going to rebuild his first season there. No, that's not what they brought him in for. No. So they are going for it. Do you think they succeeded? What tier have you put them in? I've put them as the high end fringe team. Fringe. Fringe. Ooh. Why? You don't think so? You don't no, think I think that's harsh. I have them playoffs. Oh, okay. I like, mean, I, I do think it's likely they make the playoffs. It's yeah. just when you have Carolina, New Jersey, New York, and New York Rangers, like, I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard yeah, to write them off. But like, I uh, honestly, I could see two teams from the Metro taking the wild cards. Like the Atlantic yeah. is whatever. Yeah, that's after true. the top three. That is right? true. Okay. So um, I think they'll make the playoffs. Let's say, let's say I put Pittsburgh in a wild card. How about, let's put it that way then. Yeah. That's yeah. like almost a guaranteed wild card at this point. Yeah. But that's concerning, right? Because this is a team that wants to be a contender. I think a lot of it also depends on how healthy the stars stay. Yeah. The, you know, that's not, it's not just Sidney Crosby's like health issues or this time or Evgeny Malkin's. It is literally the guy who has had a history of like, you know, just being injured. But see, this is the thing is, when you say that, there's three guys on Pittsburgh I could think of. Yeah. There's Crosby, who has an injury history, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Chris Letang hasn't been the healthiest. True, yeah. And then, of course, Eric Carlson, yeah. as we know in, from San Jose, yeah. has not been the healthiest. Okay, let's put it this way. If the team stays healthy, easy wild card, for sure, if not yeah. higher. Yeah. If they don't, possibly even a lottery team, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like, it, this, so that's why there's a lot riding on the line. I think we said this before, too. There's a lot riding on the line. In Pittsburgh. Yeah. And the thing that gives me pause also is their goaltending. Yeah. Like yeah. you lost Casey DeSmith. So you're basically committing to Tristan Jari, yeah. who was mid yeah. last season. Yeah. Tristan Jari hasn't had a stellar season yet. Obviously, that could completely change. Yeah. Um, he has like stellar months. Yeah. So as long as he's able to consistently just string it all together, even for one, if there's ever a year to do it, it's now. <laughs> yeah. He better do it now. So, but. Either way, I'm I'm watching Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's absolutely. very interesting. Team. Yeah, no. It, it, so far, the Metro has, in terms of watching value, is probably one of the higher divisions, if not the highest. So, yeah, yeah. All right, last team in the Metro. Yep, Washington Capitals. Mm-hmm. Does anything the Capitals do matter besides Ovechkin getting the goal record? <laughs> no, that's the only reason people are watching right now. Yeah, Summer of Ovi was great in 2018, but uh, at this point. Everyone wants to see him break uh, Gretzky's record. So. If you look at the actual moves they milled, they made, they're kind of rebuilding, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, they did extend, uh, or, sorry, they did extend Tom Wilson to a yeah. pretty, in my opinion, team-friendly deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, they are, you know, they are obviously trying to rebuild, but um, at the same time, like, I don't think they're so far off that like, you know, it's just not, the playoffs are just not in their future at all. Mm-hmm. I'll give it like honestly three years before they can make it back to the playoffs. So yeah, yeah. If they want to retool quickly, I think they could. Yeah, that's what I'm but, saying. Yeah, you know, I don't know if they want to because we're talking about Ovechkin getting older. We're talking about Nick Backstrom getting older. Um, I don't even I can't even remember who they have in goal right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, they have Darcy Kemper, mm-hmm. who's not a spring chicken by any means. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, you know, they got to make a decision here. And I think right now what it looks like to me is they are rebuilding, but not tearing it down completely because they still want Ovechkin to get the goal record. That's right? what I was going to bring up. I was like, does this, is this an organization that pays loyalty to the guy who has basically put them on the map and, you know, is about to break Gretzky's record or yes. do they just go all in rebuild? No, you cannot right now because if Ovechkin leaves and he breaks the record on another team, you just can't have that. Yeah. You true. have to have Ovechkin break the record that on the Capitals, yeah. right? But everything else, 
you can kind of start piecing, getting in younger guys and things like that. Like um, they got quite a few um, contracts expiring this season. Um, out of them, like only Rasmus Sandin seems like someone they'd want to resign. Yeah. Max Pacioretty, do they want to resign? Who knows? Like he's you, had some injury issues in the past too. So. Yeah. This is a team. I think you just want to be middling yeah. uh, during the season and just so that Ovechkin can start hitting his goal numbers. And then, you know, as long as Ovechkin hits like around 30 goals, which is easy for Ovechkin, mm-hmm. I think by the end of his current contract, he'll break the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I could see it. I mean, the thing is, Ovechkin's got something to play for. It might not be a Stanley Cup. Yeah. But it, I don't know. Breaking Gretz, a Gretzky record in this day's modern day NHL. I'm not going to say it's better than a Stanley Cup, but man, everyone's going to remember it's that. It's impressive. Yeah. Everyone's going to remember that. Like, so Ovechkin's got something to play for. So that's yeah. why I'm not ready to write him off just yet. And because of that, I, this is a super hot take. One of my hot takes, I have this as a fringe team. Yeah. I put them as lottery. Really? Yeah. Like they, they straight up, they could have gone for like a wild card spot last year and they mm-hmm. straight up were like, now nah, we're not going to do that. Well, I think that was an active choice they made though. Yeah. But they made that choice, right? Why would Fair. they come back and try and make the playoffs this year? Fair enough. Okay. You know, so I think it's just a matter of, and we've seen, you can have one player score a bunch of points and not make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. See Eric Carlson, 2022, 2023. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. So as long as the his goals, I, I don't think anything else matters right okay. now. And you want to build toward the future so that when your backstrom, Kuznetsov, Ovechkin core is gone, you just, you're ready to go right away. You're yeah. not stuck in like 10 years of suckage. Yeah, you're right. Okay. It, with that argument, to, yeah, totally forgot about the whole, you know, Carlson or putting up all the points that he did and still not making the playoffs. Yeah. We had a defenseman put up a hundred points yeah. and we were near the bottom Talk of the shit. league. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. And this, yeah, I'll put this as a low end front, low end fringe team as well. Yeah. All right. That is the Metro. Yeah. So to wrap it up here, can you go ahead and give us your one to eight? Yep. I got Carolina first, unanimous first. Um, two and three, it's been after this debate, it's been hard to tell, but it's New Jersey and New York Rangers. It, what order that is, it's hard to tell. Um, fourth, Pittsburgh. Um, it, in this case, I want, I, I, with the Washington and New York Islanders, this could also be swapped um, for five and six. But yeah, let's just say Washington and the New York Islanders. Then we got Columbus and then we got way below philadelphia as eighth yeah mine's pretty similar carolina first new york rangers second new jersey devils third pittsburgh fourth new york islanders fifth washington Capitals sixth Mm -hmm. columbus blue jackets seventh and philadelphia flyers eighth yeah yeah and that is the metro Mm -hmm. and does wrap up our eastern division Mm -hmm. so if you had to pick who's going to the cup final out of the east out of the east Ooh. um Montreal. <laughs> no. Okay, let's not. Uh, uh, I didn't know the lottery was split to the conferences. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I almost want to say Tampa, just because they have so much experience doing it. Mm-hmm. But I think this will be the year Carolina breaks through and finally makes it. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Yeah, Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, was my pick to come out of the East. Yeah. All right. We hope you guys are enjoying these previews. We'll be back next week with the next division. Yeah. Uh, we're going to the central division next. Yep. yep. So uh, keep it tuned here. This has been glass seats. We're out every week. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple, and Google. We're also on YouTube and Instagram at spud network podcast is the handle. You can check out this show and you can check out our other shows there. So follow along. It's a lot of fun and we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace.